It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, obviously, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell notification so you're notified of any time we put new content on. We've got interviews going up daily. Sometimes, you lucky buggers, we get two in a day. And today, I wish I'd bought some balloons, to be honest, because actually, today is our 50th guest, which is oh. not bad. Yeah, 50th guest. <laughs> not bad, considering we've only been up for four weeks. I'm, I'm honoured to be your 50th guest. Well, exactly. I had to get the big guns out, Chesney, for you know, the 50th <laughs> guest. For those of you who don't know who it is, it's Chesney Hawks. Bloody Chesney Hawks is here, um, all the way from LA. How are you, Chesney Irons? Come on, mate. How are you doing? Come on, the Irons. Uh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I, I'm, I'm living in Los Angeles. I'm, I'm, I'm locked down with my family here. Uh, I've got three teenage kids here. Uh, they're all West Ham through and through, um, even though we are 6,000 miles away. Um, uh, and my wife here, and the dog and the cat, and uh, you know we're, we're on lockdown for two reasons over here, as you've yes. probably been seeing on the news. You know, obviously there's, yes. there's COVID, but there's there's uh, there's riots all around us. I mean, we're yeah. on literally on lockdown, as in curfew. We're not supposed to leave the house after five o'clock, and and uh, there's helicopters everywhere, and we keep, we hearing explosions and things. And I've had to move all of my my studios down on Ventura Boulevard, so um, you know it's kind of one of the epicenters of LA, and. And worried about uh, you know uh, protests getting getting violent, so yeah, I went down and uh, grabbed all of my stuff out of the, out of the studio. It's in my front room, much to my wife's delight. <laughs> and obviously, for those who don't know, Chesney's doing some uh, live and unfiltered like personal like concerts, aren't you, over web conferencing? Yes, well, on Zoom actually. On Zoom, um, there we go. Keeping it very um, intimate. Um, it's been really nice actually, um, where I can actually bring in people. Um, yeah. and you know, I kind of randomly grab, um, you know, people that are, that are in the crowd, as it were. <laughs> it's even more intimate than it would be if I was like right there with them. You know, I bring them in, I talk to them. I've been giving away um, tickets for uh, for NHS workers and key workers and people that are on, basically on the front line, keeping our lives ticking away, you know, um, and bringing them on, talking to them about their stories and uh, obviously playing a few songs, uh, some from the old days. And I, I t it's only requests, so I've, I've been doing, you know, Whatever, whatever people want, um, and it's been a really, really nice journey. Actually, yeah. uh, we've become because I thought I'd do it to start with, just for playing music, because I'm 
I can't do any gigs, can I? So I thought I would do that. But it's turned into a bit more of a kind of a TV show and I've had guests on. I've had, you know, a couple of friends of mine like uh, Mark Reed from A1. I had uh, Ross... Um, uh, Ross King uh, on, you know, the Hollywood correspondent yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at GMTV. And uh, this week I've got Nick Kershaw on um, and I'm, I'm doing a buddy song special in a couple of weeks. I'm hoping to get Mr. Daltrey to come on and do a little Fantastic. bit. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I should do a West Ham themed one, shouldn't I? Yeah, I think you'd sell out pretty sharpish, to be honest, mate, if it was a West Ham one, to be fair. With you, my friend, uh, <laughs> helping out, I probably would. <laughs> I'd try my best. Yeah, no, it's, and, and it's, it's funny, you know, it was one of those things, I mean, you know, I, you know cards on the table, I was a bit of a fanboy, to be honest, when, when, it, when you all started, because like, we sort of similar ages, I, I was playing the guitar, I had hair then, um, but, uh, <laughs> but I didn't, I think, I didn't realise you were a West Ham fan until literally once. Uh, you were coming out of the West End and I just saw you and I was like, oh my God, Chesney Hawks is a West Ham fan. That is so cool. And from then on, every time that we had the, it used to be called the Lap of Honour. Now it's called the Lap of Appreciation. I think the, the fans call it at the end of the season. I always play one and only in the medley. So it's oh. like a little tribute. I know you're so many miles away, but you always got that little... Oh, that- that's lovely, Russ, to hear. You know, I'm still getting played, you know. To oh, the- still there. <laughs> I love it. Still I mean, there. Great memories of, like, you know, back in the day when I first kind of made it, um, you know, early 90s, and I was still obviously going to West Ham as much as I can as I could. And whenever I went, when, you know, when I was a very recognisable face with the, the old floppy hair and all that yeah. kind of stuff, um, I remember being, um, you know, in the stands and getting, like, the whole of the North Stand going, yeah, cheers, 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 I love it, absolutely, because it's like such a tribe, isn't it? You know, when you're, when you're part of a football team, a, a football club like West Ham, especially, because it's kind of very, it's, it's, it's almost family orientated. Yeah. Right? yeah, no, totally. And, and that's the total vibe from this whole, I mean, obviously the, the idea of this channel just started up about four weeks ago and I thought, hey, why don't we just start talking to West Ham fans? Because everyone's bored, you know, as you said, everyone's locked in. They haven't got football on the telly or anything. And so it was a nice time to go back and sort of almost record the stories and the memories, you know. And so, and that is literally every episode. It's all about family. And that's how this thing spiraled. Honestly, I know, you know, I'm chuffed we got you on. You've got to see who we've got coming next week. Honestly, it's mental who's coming on, you know, like football, ex-footballers and stuff. Oh, you got some 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 ex West Ham. Yeah, players. yeah, we've had we had uh, this yeah yesterday we had Tony Gale. We've had um, we've got a uh, coming up. We've got we've got Bish. Bish is coming up next week. We've yeah. got who else? Martin Allen. We've got you know we've got like all my era players. It's absolutely brilliant. Honestly, it's like I'm living the dream. My era, I mean, I tell you, because I mean for me, I mean I I started as a West Ham fan um, probably in the early '80s, really. Wow. Um, yeah. I was quite young. My dad was a QPR fan, um, and uh, he came from Shepherd's Bush, but he's not a proper football man. You know what I mean? He's like he's not like a diehard. Yeah. And, and he never took me and my brother uh, to any games. And we had a a good mate, family friend, Roger Roger Crouch. He's a bit of a West Ham legend actually, because he was he had a, a season ticket right at the front, right by the, the dugout there for for years, like, you know. By, and um, and so he took me and my brother to a West Ham. I'll never forget it was West Ham, uh, Tottenham at Tottenham actually, at White Hart Lane, and uh, and West Ham we lost five one. <laughs> it was and all and we were right in the middle of the West Ham throng, you know, in the away crowd, and and they were all doing the okey cokey up and down the. 
around the aisles and like it was just, it was like this massive party and I was just like bloody hell is this, is this what they're like when they're losing 5-1 yeah 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 count me in man <laughs> you know <laughs> and so, so Jodie and I my brother and I we that was it from there we were just in love you know I mean and and you know once once you've chosen your football team that's it isn't it you know, it's yeah. like I always say to people over here, they don't really get it. They don't really get that kind of tribal um, mentality. With, with no, is it because is it because like the whole particularly until recently the MLS, it's all like it's franchises, really, isn't it? So it's like they can yeah, move about a bit. For an example, the Dodgers, um, the baseball team over here, hmm. they were um, Brooklyn. They were the Brooklyn Dodgers, and they literally up sticks and moved three thousand miles. And now they are the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, you know, can you imagine that, hap that happening in like, you know, Leeds and London or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, West Ham, we decided we're going to move to Leeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you all coming? Work, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, yeah, until recently, obviously, you know, I've been over, I, I, I used to travel quite a lot in the States and obviously seeing a lot of the MLS and stuff. It seems like you get in a little bit of that sort of fanatical. I mean, they got some, each, each team has a little bunch of nutters, it seems. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, there's one thing I have noticed with, with the um, American football, and I'll never call it. No. <laughs> um, you know, it's play with your feet, mate. <laughs> Um, there is that they are all they've all got a European team mainly English actually they're all support you know Liverpool Man United a few West Ham's out there but yeah. you know but if you go there'll there'll be a lot of uh, premiership um, you know t-shirts and stuff you know so they so they they get that and they are rabid as well they know everything I got a couple of fans uh, friends over here uh, you know soccer fans and they literally know every statistic they love their statistics over here you know they know everything you know way more than i do but, but they weren't the there in the, they weren't there in the 85 86 season you they see, weren't right? there, they were there. <laughs> 85 86 you're totally right and also i mean but as you said they love their stats don't they it's like when you watch I don't know any uh, if you go and see it live or whatever the baseball and there's just like numbers and letters I have no idea what they mean I know, just all I, know. The streets, you know, I know I know I just watched it I, you know I, just, I remember you just go there it's like oh geez I'm sitting there and my and my wife is uh I was waiting for my wife to fly into JFK so I went to um oh my god the Mets I went to the Mets it's closest to the state close to the airport yeah, and I was I was sitting there and it, it, went, it just kept going on and on into overtime and you know extra innings I was like what the f's going well, on no, here? For hours oh it's yeah. mental I have got into baseball though I have to yeah. say uh, my uh, my sons went through like little league and they you know because I've been here for eight years now so they went through the whole you know the, the rite of passage for for a young boy here in in uh, the United States where yeah. you through little league you know so and my wife was um, a softball scholar which is basically the same as baseball with with a bigger ball bigger yeah. ball and they they uh, they pitch it differently underarm pitching like that you know so she was very much into and she started coaching the teams so so we would go and watch the kids play and i got really into the games you know and then and then we became like you know dodgers fans and uh, i got friends from england come over and we'd take them to the dodgers and you know, get them all kitted out. And, and it is fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's just not the same. It's not the it's same. It's weird, thing. isn't it? It's just a weird thing. You know, it's like the, the whole thing around sort of baseball particularly where you have sort of, you know, everyone just buggers off, it seems. Everyone sits down for the national anthem, a few pitches, and everyone buggers off to the bar. And then they come back, and it's like they, there's been stuff's happened in between. We missed a goal. And yeah, it's like, what? It's like, has it? I just, you know, I have to sit there and watch the sport. And then, but it is a very, very different game, yeah. I guess. No, I mean, you know, if, if you go for a pee 
a football t- game, <laughs> you can miss, you know, the most important moment of the whole game. I guess with baseball, it's like it's just you miss you miss somebody throw a ball a bit and might might have gone from one uh, one uh, you know run to another or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Know what I mean. Yeah. But no, it's, yeah, it's good, and it, it's good that obviously you know the as you said with the 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 three the teenagers, you know, keeping the uh, the the West Ham tradition over there, which is good. Yeah, they've all got. You know, West Ham scarves and, and T-shirts and, uh, you know, they don't, I mean, I, my other, t- Casey, my oldest, who's 18, he's been to a couple of games. Um, but my, my daughter, who's probably the most, like, into it, uh, hasn't been to a game yet. And every time we go back to England, it's normally in the summer. Yeah. And, you know, we're not playing because uh, we go back and visit family and stuff like that. And she's like, I just want to go to a West Ham game. Dad, you need to take me to a West Ham game. I'm like, yes, I do need to take you to a West Ham game. So one of these days, uh, I'm going to have to bring the whole family down. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. No, obviously, we'd be welcoming you with open arms, Ches, as always. Oh, God bless you. God bless as always, God bless you, Governor. So, so obviously, you know, you've, you've been a fan for since the early 80s, really. You know, since then, what's, what's been sort of your, obviously, 85, 86 as your sort of highlight of your sort I mean, of West Ham career? That It has to be. Um, yeah. I, Mainly because, Russ, I, I literally went to every single game home and away that season. Yeah. Um, you know, the season before and the season after, was, uh, I did go to a lot of games as well. But that was my kind of like, you know, I absolutely, I couldn't miss a game. You know, I mean, we travelled up to Sheffield and up to Manchester and, like, you know, and I was only young. Yeah. You know, went with our, with our friends, Roger. And, and his girlfriend, Julie, me, me and my brother in the back of a Ford Transit, you know. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, such, I mean, like, I've got my, my McAvenny t-shirt. Exactly, on. yeah, yeah, in homage. Okay. Oh, very good, love that. <laughs> yeah, I wore this on um, uh, A League of Their Own with James Corden, yeah. uh, where I scored a goal against Wojciech Chesney. So it was Chesney versus Chesney. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, yeah, James is a lovely guy, isn't he? So eventually he'll probably be my, my, my hundredth, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm working. Like... Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, I've, I've been, I've, I've, you know, he was kind enough to get me a couple of VIPs last time I was over there for the show. And uh, yeah, lovely. Yeah, lovely, lovely guy. And again, he's you've got James Longman, who's the exec producer there and big West yeah. Ham fan. It's uh, it's like a little, it's like a little club over there. It's really sweet. Yeah, a little West Ham family. I haven't been to the show actually over here. Um, so I, I should get in touch with him. We should do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But going back to um, to that season, yeah. um, you know, I mean, it was, I mean, you know, the, just the excitement of, I mean, we really should have won the league that year. You know, it, it was so close, so close. And I think McAvenny, Cotty and McAvenny were, my, I remember McAvenny was my man and then my brother liked Cotty. You know, uh, probably more the thinking man's footballer than McAvenny. Maybe I liked him because he was the playboy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he always had a, a page three girl on his arm, didn't he? <laughs> he did, he did on Macca. Yeah, no, exactly. He still does, really. <laughs> he still does. I know, he's brilliant, isn't he? He's, he's classic. He's brilliant. And then, okay, so going on, going on to players, obviously, what we try and do is we try and get people to sort of talk about their, their 11. So the 11 players that I'm pretty sure I could probably guess most of them based on what we've been talking about, to be honest. But your the players that sort of defined your your era or maybe players that you loved or players you hated or players you had a special place in your heart who wasn't there yeah, they might have been the most technical so and we're getting loads yeah, oh, I, think, I think we've had about 120 names across the sort of 50 or so 
Yeah. Right. So, you know, and the reason we did it, because, you know, the reason I went it that way is to say, you know, you have to have been alive to have seen them play. Otherwise, everyone would have picked Bobby Moore and Jeff Hurst. And well, if you're going to go Bobby Moore, Jeff Hurst, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I wasn't there to see them. So I have to put in Gary Breen, you know, instead of Bobby Moore yeah. or something, you know, something yeah. like that. So, and that's well, what's quite nice. Some names then. Um, let's, let's go for keeper. Who'd be in goal for the, for the Hawks 11? Well, it's got to be Parksy, isn't it? Yeah. For me. I mean, it's got to be. He's, um, he was just legendary, wasn't he? I mean, just amazing. A huge man. Just brilliant. I, 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 lo- I love that whole, that whole team. It's going to be full of that team, isn't it? It's going That's to be... Right. I, mean, I mean, I've got to go... Right, so we put Parks in goal. We'll do it in order, because we might... Well, yeah, so Parks in goal. Who's going to go left back then for you? Well, defence, I think we would go t- Tony Gale. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, oh, Billy Bonds. Billy Bonds. Yeah. Legend. God, I watched him right through to... I mean, he was the oldest man to ever play for, in a premiership for a club, wasn't he? Mental, weren't he? 41. Dixie. Yeah, Julian, oh, yeah. Dick. So, they're, they're, sorry, there's my defence. <laughs> so, we've got Julian, we've got Bonzi, Galley. Did you say one more? I missed it. What did I say? Dix, um, Gale... Uh, um, Bonds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so we need one more, don't we? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Alvin Martin? Put Alvin Martin in. I mean, not really, Gail and Martin, they were ever-presence, the, weren't they, in the 85, 86 season? Through that whole era. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get much change out of that defence, are you? Let's be honest. <laughs> not, not these days. I mean, back then, you, you know, they were probably a steal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely mental. But yeah, that stays a one tough defence we've got there. And Park yeah. seen goal as well. Especially yeah. with Dixie there, the Terminator. Good old Dixie, yeah. He, I mean, you know, it's quite funny. You get people like, obviously, Julian comes through quite a lot with people's suggestions. Um, Alvin as well. Um, Gailey a little bit more now, maybe because I'm interviewing more 85, 86 players. So yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like out, yeah. of, out of necessity. Uh, and obviously Bonzo. But not, you know, people like Bobby Moore, not as much because obviously not a lot of people are around to see Moro play. Um, it, was, it was a different era, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Lowry, you know, can respect what they, what that era did, uh, you know, 20 years before our era, as it were. Um, but, you, yeah, I guess it's a, I think it's a good way to do it where you had to be alive and you had to have seen them. Yeah. You know, and so for so for me, it has to be this team like, um, like midfield would be like Georgie Paris. You know, yeah. I love George Paris. Oh, my God. So, he was such an amazing uh uh, there were some goals that he scored, like literally from midfield. Sometimes, like <laughs> what a right foot he had, um, and and Paul Ince, yeah, you know, yeah, that was my era too. I mean, God, I used to I used to absolutely worship Paul before before he turned on us the turncoat. <laughs> <laughs> he did get into trouble for that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Still does bless him. Of course, you know, but that's what that's part of the tribal thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's uh, I think because he was such an amazing player um, as, a, as a young man. I mean, he was great all the way through his career, career really, let's be honest. Hmm. But, um, you know, he had such a flair. Joe Cole, oh, definitely yeah. my midfield, absolute, just a god. <laughs> Never fulfilled his potential, that boy. No. 
no, I don't think he did. I think, I think he was, I think, unfortunately, he was, you know, and I said this before on the channel, I think he was almost shackled because if, if he was just given, like, Joe, just go and play. You're not having a position, just no, go and no. play. He was a Maradona. He was like, yeah. just, just build your team around him. I think he could have been, you know, certainly one of England's greatest uh, talents if, if that had happened, if he, was in, if he had the right people around him. But no, he was shackled at Chelsea for sure. Mm. Um, I just wish he'd stay with us. You know, maybe, maybe he could have uh, made more of it. Hindsight's a great thing, isn't it, unfortunately? I know, I know it's true. I know. Very true of West Ham players. We're sticking with mid- midfield. We've got a couple of midfielders there, wasn't there? We've got, I've put, I've, I've put in, I've put in Paris Ince Cole. We've got one more spot. Oh man, that's a tough one because there's so many. I love, I love my midfield. Um, oh, because, you know, and this is a bit of a controversial one, okay? I'm going I'm to give you a name now that is a bit controversial um, More controversial than Paul Lynch, Chesney. That must be controversial. That is pretty controversial, but you know, hey, listen. I think any football fan can appreciate his talent. You know what I mean? Um, my my fourth midfielder is going to be Liam Brady. Oh, um, obviously he's an Arsenal legend, really. But but he was with us for a few seasons there, two or three maybe. Yeah, and and it happened to be. It fell in that time where I was like completely all in, you know, and uh, so I saw him a lot and, you know, what an incredible talent he was. I, <laughs> there was one game um, where he scored three goals against Arsenal and, uh, and we won, was it 8-1? I don't know to be honest. So basically, wherever you say, someone will come up with it on in the uh, in the yeah, comments on the YouTube. So, yeah, yeah. But I was at that game anyway, where he scored three goals, and and, and there was one absolute belter classic from the left side. And, uh, so uh, just yeah, a proper talent. And and I know I know he was uh, with Arsenal for a long time, and that's a little bit controversial. But you know, he was still one of our boys. He pulled on the claret and blue shirt, so he qualifies. That's basically the criteria, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've had people who have put on, you know, whoever selected people based on the fact of they appeared in the club Christmas catalogue dressed in a West Ham onesie. Um, <laughs> Raz, Razvan Rats. Yeah, Razvan Rat was picked. Um, because, and so, you know, it doesn't matter. It makes an impression, you know, it makes an impression yeah. on you. Um, and and obviously Liam Brady did for for you. He was like he was your in your era. He was in right yeah. in the sort of the wheelhouse of yeah. your era. So he was one of those guys that I ha- I had his poster on the wall. You know, it's that's part of it. You know, as a boy, I was only young, and uh, and he was my man for a while there. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. And then, do I need to really ask who you get, who would have up front for your team? I could probably <laughs> guess one of them. Because you weren't yeah, finished yet. I, they come as a team though. They come as a pair. It's, yeah. You know, I have to have McAvenny Cotty, and I would also put, uh, you know, if we could have one extra player, <laughs> I would have to have Tevis in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, uh, he was just incredible, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was a great player, and and that's the thing. I mean, and and I know you, we, we've talking about the eighty five eighty six season quite a lot, but it's it, you know the fact is, I think there's something. I think Tony Young mentioned this in his video. There's that team has still has something like 17 club records for that season. Like the most away wins, most away, most yeah. home wins, goals scored by a duo and stuff like that. Yeah. It was an incredible, and for you to have gone to every game that season is, is such a good one to pick. 
is, isn't it? I know. It's uh, it, we we were. I mean, there was no way we were going to miss because I think it's something. There's something about what when you start off a season and you go you going to every game and you get like a third of the way in, you're like. Could I go to every one of these? You know, <laughs> and then by the time it gets, you get halfway, and you're like, "Well, you have to do it." You know, nothing's going to make me miss. You know, I remember there was one. Um, I think we went up to Sheffield, and it was a cup game, first leg. Um, God, your 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 listeners or watchers are going to like, you know, pick me apart on this one. It was, a, it was the Sheffield in the cup, and it probably would have been '86, um, and I was ill. I, I wasn't well that day, and I was like, "I'm not missing it." Not missing it. So, you know, trip up the M1 in the rain, standing outside in the cold. I what, still push through, man. We push through. <laughs> Has to be done. Has to be done. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing, amazing era. And, you know, what's, what's lucky now is obviously because there's no football on the telly, uh, there's nothing on the set. You know, people are going back and watching that those games and watching those sort of season review videos and stuff and it, it's you know you I've, I've got a newfound respect for a lot of players who i didn't really think of much you know people like tim breaker who i thought was like okay you know he was like but he was awesome as a right back and uh and it's it's and it was really lost. not yeah there's a lot of lost kind of players that kind of oh, yeah. you know it's like mark ward he was a player that I uh, just absolutely adored back then. He was, he was only little, wasn't he? But he bloody, he just run up and down the, that wing. Uh, and he was, uh, he, he was like an, a good old fashioned winger. <laughs> he was, he was. And I think, that, and I think there's, there's lots of players like that. And what's nice is people are coming up with suggestions because they're, you know, they think they're going back and looking over old tapes. And there's, I mean, there's players I've never heard of. I've literally never heard of that are coming through from some of the older fans. And you're going back and looking at, their his, yeah, their Wikipedia scores and and their, their games pick up. And honestly, it's like we've had some absolutely amazing players come through who I've never heard of because they weren't more, they weren't Peters, they weren't Hurst, and so they weren't names as such, and uh, yeah, and maybe didn't win, you know, silverware or whatever. But uh, but beloved by people that went to see them in that era, in that era that they were playing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any kind of like um, older generation, um, you know, come in and give their, yeah. like, even yeah. before the 60s? Like, have you had no, any... uh, we've had the early, I think the latest or the earliest one, yeah, latest earliest, um, was, was a lady who was, um, I think she started about 64. Um, so her team is literally the West Ham dream team. Yeah. It is, it is, you know, it is more, it is her, it is Pete. She deliberately put all three in and... Clive Best and you know it's 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 incredible because she lived around the area and they all had market stalls because none of them had like you know as there was a second job you know they had to have a second job and uh, she had like market stall with uh, next to Frank Lampard who had a dry cleaning business and a haulage thing and Frank and uh, you know and Harry Redknapp had this and John Charles had a fruit and veg stall. It's it's incredible and yeah. you know us how things have changed. It's mental. I was talking to some guy, one guy who's uh, actually the announcing at West Ham with me, um, who's who's basically like Wikipedia for West Ham. He's like incredible. It's like yeah. he's, he's in terms of his knowledge. And he loved Martin Peters. He watched 1966, fell in love with Martin Peters, found out what team he, he played for. That was his team. So his first game was in 1970, and it was Tottenham away to West Ham. What he hadn't realised, he'd missed the news article that, uh, that Martin Peters had moved from, from Tottenham to West Ham, from West Ham to Tottenham, rather. So he turned yeah. up to White Hart Lane, looks the programme, 
Tot- hang on a minute. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like you can't miss the news, can you? But there, oh, it's like... You no, know the transfer uh, window's open, don't you? <laughs> oh, it's mental. You get old Jim Wyatt from Sky Sports, a good friend of mine, who uh, he's like, you know, exactly, and stuff like that. But it's... Um, now it's mental and it's, it's, it's all these stories are just so lovely to categorise because everyone's got a story, everyone's got an, an era they loved and clearly for you it was, was, it was the 85, 86 was your, you know, still yeah. close to your heart. And, so I've, uh, I've got some good ones from later on as well. I, uh, we, the, um, the year that we were in the FA Cup final Liverpool, was that mm. uh, 2006 was it? Or was that before yeah. that? Yeah, yeah 2006. So, so I've got a good story about that one. Um, I put a bet on with my mate, uh, who's, who's one of my best mates, he's a West Ham boy as well. And uh, we, we put on, we both put, put in 50 quid, right? No, actually, we split it. We put, the two of us put in 50 quid that West Ham were going to win the FA Cup right at the beginning of that season. And it wasn't particularly a good West Ham era that, you know, we, did, no, we were bouncing up and down. So it was a bit, was a bit of a fr- frugal uh, bet, you know. And uh, so... And obviously, we started having a bit of a cup run, and it get more and more and more and more. And so, <clears throat> so when it came to like the semi-finals, we're like, well, all right. So, if we do this, I had this gig. I had a gig in Cardiff uh, that day, right? And it was in um, no, the gig. The gig was in Exeter. Sorry, the gig was in Exeter, and obviously, the <laughs> the match was in Cardiff, uh, Millennium Stadium, and. Uh, so we, I stood to win from that 50 quid about three and a half grand, something like that. So I thought, well, there's only, uh, there's only one way that this is going to work, that, I, that we can actually, we can all go to the game and I can get to the gig and still do gig at, at Exeter University. Mm-hmm. And that is to hire a plane, which is not anything. I know I'm a pop star and all that, but I, I'm not like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have the, the trappings of an of a Adele or, a Pop, or Ed Sheeran, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'd never done anything like that before. But actually, as it turns out, the plane was going to cost three and a half grand, right? And there was enough room for the four of us. So I'm like, right, I'm booking it, I'm booking it. We're going to do it. And we're going to go do the game. And then we're going to get straight back in the plane. The plane's going to fly us to Exeter and then we're going to come back, you know. So that was the plan, you know. I thought, we're, yeah. we're definitely going to win it. So I'm going to come up even, you know. It's going to be fine, you know. So obviously, well, you know the results. But, like, you know, we, you know, we got there and, uh, and I brought my brother, my mate Vic, and, and a, a, um, my mate Vic's uh, little boy's uh, little cousin of his, you know. He was, he was like nine. He was a massive West Ham, you know. I mean, this is a big day for him. He's yeah. going to go them the FA Cup final then go to a big gig down in Exeter you know and uh, so that that you know heartbreaking moment uh, where uh, Gerard scored that goal mm. it was like well <laughs> that was an expensive goal for me <laughs> I actually cried Russ I, I can't I you know I, I don't mind saying it you know and, and I remember just before when it when we scored the goal before Everyone's going nuts because we're in the West Ham area and, and everyone's beer everywhere, you know, just completely soaked. I had a pair of uh, Ray-Bans and they just went flying all over the place and landed on the floor and, and you know, just massive celebrations. I remember seeing, looking down, there's my broken su- sunglasses. Like, I don't care, we've won the FA Cup. So yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Gerard stepped up and, and broke all our hearts. Yeah. And, uh, that was a long journey back home, I'll tell you that. 
didn't want to do that gig. I was so just say, yeah. And then you have to go and do a uni gig. You're like, I did, but I have to say, I still went on with my West Ham top. Of course. Of course. Day. Probably stunk of beer, didn't it, from uh, oh, everyone throwing. I was a mess. I was a mess. And then you're not really funny. You go into uni, you go into a yeah, student union, it's going to stink of beer anyway. So you probably don't take a smell of difference. Didn't make any difference. <laughs> Oh, how funny. That's really funny. I could, yeah, because obviously everyone else's hearts are breaking. And it was like, Christ, I'm three and a half grand down now. I've got to... Yeah, no, exactly. It was proper broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheers, man. That's funny. That's funny. Look, I won't take you too long because I've got your kids and stuff. Look, it's been brilliant chatting to you, man. I, you know, I said I have half an hour of your time and that's, and that's all we need to do because it's been great chatting to you, man. It's been really nice. And I hope everything settles itself down over there and yeah, you can... at some point when these uh, protests stop i'll be able to get my studio back in there and you know and hopefully life will start going back to normal i can actually get back to england i mean i can't even do that right now no, 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 no. it's nuts but it's when crazy. i do and i am back to uh playing you you must come down to a show um and and please come along to the live and unfiltered show if anyone's interested live and unfiltered.com yep or chesneyhawks.com, either, either one of those will take you in the right direction. Um, and uh, in fact, if you want to do, um, we'll do a little competition if you want, you know, um, for, for tickets. What shall we say? What do you, what do you think? Do you want to do that? Yeah, it's up to you, Ches, what you want to do. I think you should do something about what T-shirt you're wearing or something like that and see if... Uh... What, who's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who's that? Oh, oh don't know. <laughs> who's that ugly mug? <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what... Um, who did McAvenny play for after West Ham? Sounds good. We'll, we'll, we'll put that out with the video and, uh, and yeah, we'll that give one, a... Uh, two, two tickets uh, to, to the show um, and uh, we'll, we'll sort it out, Russ. You know, yeah, you, we'll, we'll sort every, it out. Every other Friday. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll work it out. You've got a free one, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And of course, thank you to everyone for watching. You know, I appreciate, obviously, Chesney's our 50th guest. We'll be going for 50 episodes now. It's mental. And we've got a hell of a lot more to go. Um, we've just got to find time to edit them all now, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and anyway, obviously, thank you to watch everyone watching. Thank you, Chesney, for being here. Obviously, like, share, subscribe. You know what to do with everything. And until next time, guys, stay safe, okay. take care. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do it in a minute. We're going to do it in a minute. Chase is getting too excited. We're going to do our, our thumb down in a minute. Thanks, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.